It could be argued that Kentucky basketball has needed to change their offensive philosophy for quite some time, and now they've added a staffer that I think can help them with that this upcoming season. Man, I hate Tennessee because, first of all, it's Tennessee. And I I, I just hate them because they, they, they low down, they dirty, they some snitches. And I hate Philophone. You are locked on Kentucky. Your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, we are going to be discussing the addition of John Welch to the Kentucky basketball staff. I think that this is a big move for the Wildcats. A lot of you out there may agree. We're going to dive into why on today's episode. Also going to talk about a player Kentucky has contacted in the transfer portal. Is it the most perfect fit in the world? Probably not, but I think it's definitely a wise contact for Kentucky, especially considering moves that could be coming for the roster in the very near future. Thank you so much for lock, making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. want to remind everybody out there that we are free and available on all platforms. And if you're watching on YouTube, it would be huge if you subscribe to the show. I believe at the time of this recording, we just surpassed 4,400 subscribers. We're pushing for 5K before the end of the summer. If you want to hop on the bandwagon, you would certainly be appreciated. Speaking of certainly appreciated, the podcast listeners out there really appreciate you guys as well. If you could leave a review for the show, that would be great. Uh, on top of that, you might have heard the stinger at the beginning of the show, the uh, the whole I hate Tennessee bit. The last time we ran that, I believe, is when Kentucky played Tennessee in basketball uh, most recently. The reason we talk about that today or the reason we bring that into the show today is because we have an announcement to make in relation to Tennessee basketball. Uh, some of you out there may already be celebrating this. Some of you may may not know what's going on. Euros Plavšić is not coming back to Tennessee for his 30th season uh, with the Vols, or at least somewhere around there. I kid, but Euros Plavšić is gone. The SEC doesn't have to deal with it anymore. Kentucky doesn't have to deal with it anymore. This is a big day for college basketball, a big win, uh, if you will, uh, for college basketball uh, across the nation because nobody's got to deal with that crap anymore. Nobody's got to deal with him pushing and shoving and and, uh, and and just playing dirty. So good for college basketball, good for Kentucky that nobody's got to deal with that anymore, and hopefully he's able to go on and, and play wherever he wants and play however he wants, I suppose, considering... Uh, that's just kind of how he wants to do it. So the first thing I want to dive into past the joke there is a call for questions. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you've got a question you want to ask about Kentucky athletics, if you've got a question you want to ask about Kentucky basketball, football, whatever it may be, if you're listening on podcast at Locked On UK on Twitter, I want you to send me a message or I want you to tag me in a tweet and ask me a question. If you're listening on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, Leave a comment. Uh, I want to see as many questions out there as possible because I'm trying to collect some to kind of give some thoughts uh, for you guys for several episodes uh, here over the next couple of weeks. So any questions, literally any questions to do with Kentucky basketball or football, you can leave those in the comments below or again at Locked On UK on Twitter. So John Welch has been added to the Kentucky basketball staff. It's official now. And this is a guy that's been in the game for a very long time. He really knows his way around uh, basketball. 
huge addition to the to the uh, assistant coaching staff here. I believe he's going to be one of five assistant coaches that are going to be kind of working in on-court roles alongside guys like Bruiser Flinch and Coleman, guys like that. Um, but to quote the press release here, uh, this is something that John Calipari said in the press release, actually the first thing in the press release. John Welch has been involved in every level of basketball and has been an important part of the development of NBA careers for guys like Carmelo Anthony, who just reti- retired actually, Paul Gasol, DeMarcus Cousins, Blake Griffin, and Brooke Lopez. He loves the game and will be a tremendous asset to our young players and staff. John has worked closely for decades with Vance Wahlberg, who developed the dribble drive offense and was a pioneer of bringing it to the NBA. With the strength of our guards and perimeter players, we need to get back to that style of play. John will be involved heavily in our offensive strategy and will be our lead coach in on-court player development. We're excited to have him join our program. So Cal says it right there. This is a guy that's been around the game for quite some time, nearly 20 years in the NBA, almost 10 years in the, uh, in the, in the collegiate game as well before moving uh, to the professional ranks. It's a big-time addition. This, guy's no, this guy knows what he's doing. This guy understands ball. You know how the meme out there is just kind of like to tell certain people, like, you don't know ball. Like, if you're on Twitter, you'll see that a lot. This guy knows ball. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing offensively, especially considering he's he's been around for an extensive period of time. Uh, one of the game's greats when it comes to creating new offensive philosophies, i.e. the uh, the dribble drive offense. He's going to be a big part of the offensive strategy for Kentucky and Cal moving forward. Uh, this is something that KSR said earlier while being a primary contributor to Kentucky's scouting and game planning. Furthermore, Welch will be integral in the development and implementation of of all individual on-court player training. This will include individual workouts and film sessions to improve skills, decision-making, and efficiency. So not only is he going to be somebody that kind of puts his fingerprint on the Calipari offense, he's going to be somebody that helps with the one-on-one individual development of these players. And I think that Cal pointed out a very good thing uh, about this backcourt, about these perimeter players. They're young. They're inexperienced, and they need somebody to help guide them along. And the fact that you're able to bring in a guy like Welch, who's been doing this for so long, and understands how to get the most out of his players, you get to see that with the guy that he's guys that he's coached in the NBA. This is a phenomenal hire. This is what Kentucky needed. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what I told you last spring slash summer, is that there's going to be a completely revitalized Kentucky offense coming your way. It's not going to be oh, we're running five out all the time and we're going to be modern in space or uh, pace in space, I should say. We're not going to be in Alabama. We're not going to be, you know, a Baylor of the world. We're not going to be somebody that really lights you up from beyond the arc and, and stays consistent with that. In fact, I think Kentucky is probably going to continue to focus on getting their shots at the rim and, and getting that mid-range going, even with the, the guards that they have on roster with John Welch. And I think they're going to be able to go about it in a little bit better of a way I can only assume uh, if he's able to bring in, you know, his style, his philosophy, and again, rework what Cal wants to do, I can only assume it's going to bring success. Now, whether or not Kentucky actually gets that, you know, we're going to have to see, but just based on the hire, based on his knowledge, based on Kentucky's current roster state, this is a very good hire, and I'm excited to see what John Welch brings to the table. Now, something else I think we need to talk about Offense was not necessarily the problem last year. Now, it certainly wasn't uh, a big help. It was one of Kentucky's worst offenses in the past couple of seasons, but uh, excluding the 2020 season, I want to point that out. But 
it's the, it's the defense that has really been the concern for Kentucky. They have one more spot open on their roster for an, ex, an extra assistant coach. And I don't necessarily know how it works in the coaching ranks, but I can tell you this. If they're able to pair their new guy, John Welch, with a fifth assistant on this on-court staff that's able to help prioritize defensive assignments, communication, and and becoming better individually. And, and whenever I say that, obviously John Welch is going to be working with these kids one-on-one for their offense. If they can find somebody that can work one-on-one with these kids for defense, I think that, think that is going to greatly help Kentucky this upcoming season, especially with the wings, Justin Edwards, if Antonio Reeves comes back. Also, he's, um, he's a topic on tomorrow's show with just the rumors that have been flying. So make sure you don't miss that. But they've got their offensive guy. I'm very excited about John Welch. Bring in somebody that understands what they're doing on the defensive side of the ball really, really well. And you've got a nice pairing there. I don't, again, I don't know if that's how it works in the coaching ranks. If you get somebody that really knows the fast break well or really understands offense or understands defense well, obviously you have to be well-rounded uh, to, uh, overall to un- and have a really well-rounded understanding of the game to get onto a staff like Kentucky's. But if it's something that they really do specialize in, I don't know if that's how it works. But if they could pick up somebody like that, that would make this staff really, really complete. So if you've got any thoughts on the addition of John Welch, if you've got any thoughts on Kentucky basketball's roster, how this could change it, I think it's going to change it for the better, and we are going to see some serious improvement, partially because of the talent, partially because of Welch, and just understanding and adjusting overall from the Kentucky basketball staff. Whatever your opinions may be, you can leave them in the YouTube comments below or hit me on the socials at LockedOnUK. All right, there is a player in the transfer portal that Kentucky basketball has reached out to, and he is a very good three-point shooter. But I want to ask the question to you guys, is this the best decision or the best potential roster pickup that Kentucky should be focusing on right now? And I think, despite his position, the answer to that is yes. I want to tell you guys about that in just a second. Before we do that, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. If you have not tried Built Bar, if you've not been listening to the show for quite some time, it is one of, if not the best protein bar out there because not only are Built Bars really good for you, but they taste great as well. You don't have to sacrifice taste with Built Bar. Amazing macros on these things. Uh, you've got 130 calories and 17 grams of protein covered in 100% real chocolate, and they've got so many different flavors built does like churro, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, coconut, coconut almond, double chocolate. There's so many different ways uh, that you can uh, that you can get your built bars. And if you head over to built.com, you can get all of these different specialty flavors. But if you're in Walmart or Sam's Club, you can now pick up a box yourself. So if you're in Walmart, you can get a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puff, Or, if you're in Sam's Club, you can get a 13-bar box with brownie batter puff and churro. Both are phenomenal. Or, again, if you want to go check out some other flavors, Built.com is the place to go. I love them. I have friends that really love them. They're great for pre- and post-workout snacks. They are phenomenal for you, and they taste really good as well. So, again, Built.com, Walmart, Sam's Club. You need to check them out, and once you do, you can thank me later. All right, continuing along on the Monday edition of Locked On Kentucky, Lance Dahl hanging out here with you. Really appreciate you making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. Uh, If you are not subscribed to the YouTube channel right now, which I believe right now 
about 70 or 71% of you are not subscribed that watch. You need to subscribe to the show. If you've made it this far into the show and you're liking what you're seeing and what you're hearing, whether it be watching on YouTube or listening on podcasts, subscribe, follow uh, wherever you are getting this. And if you're listening on podcast, again, uh, reviews would be appreciated. One more thing here before we dive into the transfer that I want to talk about. Again, I'm serious about it. If you've got any questions, any questions for the show, leave them in the YouTube comments below. Even if you think it's a dumb question, leave it in the comments or again at Locked On UK. So Kentucky basketball, as we have well documented here on the show, has essentially failed in the transfer portal thus far. They have really not done themselves a lot of favors when it comes to identifying, pursuing, and then landing talent they've gotten for a couple of different players they've gotten two steps of the way there but they've yet to land a player that they actually really want i.e hunter dickinson and Keyshawn johnson uh right now there are there are a lot of concerns with what kentucky's going to do with this roster that's seven scholarship players right now that the wild gets have that they're going to be able to use this upcoming season and if Shibway doesn't come back or if antonio reeves doesn't come back you've got spots that you need to fill Right now, I think it would be wiser for Kentucky to focus more on what they need in the front court, or at least that's what I've said uh, up until this point. They need somebody that can be a backup four or a starting center or a backup center, uh, depending on how things shake out with Shibwe. And I, I heard, or rather, I saw a comment recently that said that I was disrespecting Yugen Onyenzo and what he could be for this team and said that he's a starting center. I don't know if he's a starting center Yet, I think that this offseason could prove to be very, very good for him and could get him developed to the point where he can start this season, upcoming season. But as of right now, I would be hesitant to say that he is a starting center that can be dominant defensively, which is what he's going to end up specializing in uh, this upcoming year. So we're going to have to see Onyenzo really take a step forward. But based on what he's been putting on Instagram and, and, uh, and Twitter, He's making some serious progress, so I'm not disrespecting him. It's just a player, a freshman that didn't play a whole lot last year that was very raw, if I'm not mistaken, reclassified. He's young, and he's going to need a little bit more time. That time could be this summer, and he could end up being that starting guy for Kentucky. But as of right now, I just don't know about it. So Onyenzo needs somebody. He needs somebody to pair with him. Lance Ware's gone. Damian Collins is gone. Uh, they need somebody right now uh, to go with Yugan Onyenzo or Aaron Bradshaw, but there's a player right now Kentucky's looking at uh, that would be probably a shooting guard uh, for the Kentucky Wildcats this upcoming season, and that is Cam Spencer. Now, if you have not heard about Cam Spencer, this news broke, I believe, just a little bit earlier uh, today, about five or six hours ago, that Kentucky had reached out to this kid. He is a six foot four, 200-pound senior, a shooting guard, that played for Rutgers for four seasons, if I'm not mistaken. And this past season uh, was was not great uh, for him. He kind of took a dip in terms of volume scoring. I don't have Rutgers numbers pulled up for me right now, so I can't tell you whether that's because they got somebody uh, really, really good to pair with him or if it's because he just kind of took a step back and decided to shoot the ball less. I don't know what the case may be here, but Cam Spencer, regardless uh, does one thing very, very well, and that's shoot the basketball. This past season, he shot 43.4% from beyond the arc and 44% from the floor. He averaged 13.2 points per game, three assists per game, and almost four rebounds per contest as well. Again, I really like the fact that this kid's six foot four, 200 pounds. He's got decent size to him, and he's your three-point shooter. He's your C.J. Frederick. He's, your, he, he's, he's that type of guy for you, and I think 
if Kentucky wants to go this route of picking up another guy in your backcourt, you can absolutely do that. But I also think that players, or rather fans, need to understand the situation in the backcourt whenever it comes to picking up really talented players like this. And I want to state here, he's not he's not committed. He's only been offered. We're just talking about it as if, if, if this does happen, so let's think this through. DJ Wagner, Rob Dillingham, Reed Shepard, Adu Thiero. I don't care how you feel about Reed Shepard or Adu Thiero. Even if you feel weird about DJ Wagner and how many minutes he's going to get, that's a lot of mouths to feed. That is four different players that are talented enough to get attention on this year's basketball team. If a guy like Cam Spencer, who's a senior, by the way, comes in, he's going to want playing time. He's a really good three-point shooter that averaged almost 19 points per game in his junior season. He's going to get attention. He's going to get the basketball, and he's going to get, get to shoot. That's another guy that would be added to a very, very dense uh, backcourt right now for Kentucky. And again, you may disagree. You may say a Duthiero is not that good, or Duthiero is not going to get this many minutes, or this, that, or the other. Or you may say Reed Shepard's not going to get a ton of minutes. A Duthiero at this point uh, may be somebody that could be rotating down to the three uh, for Kentucky in, in future in future games, just simply because of his size. So maybe that opens up an opportunity for a guy like Cam Spencer uh, to make his way into the backcourt, but. It's kind of a confusing thing on the surface for the Wildcats, but then you realize the situation with Antonio Reese, who primarily was the two for Kentucky last season, played the three a little bit. That was his second most popular position until injuries started piling up, and then Kentucky had to play them play him at point. Right now, Cam Spencer would be the Antonio Reeves replacement in my mind. Um, because of, obviously, they both do the same thing very well. They both shoot the basketball very well, and I think, honestly, Cam Spencer may be a little bit better of a distributor, just based on his his numbers alone, Uh, but he would be the replacement uh, for the Wildcats. He would be the guy that slots in if Antonio Reeves decides not to come back. Now, I'll preface tomorrow's episode by talking about it just a little bit here today. Antonio Reeves, apparently, according to Kyle Tucker and a couple of other people, He's been contacted through back channels. Same situation with Shibway. He's been contacted by several different colleges out there that really want him to transfer, really want him to come play for them this upcoming season. And I think he would most likely return to Kentucky if he does decide to make a, a, a return to college basketball as a whole. Um, but it's something to be alert of, and it's something to be paying attention to here as we as we get closer uh, to the deadline to withdraw from the NBA draft, which, in case you're wondering, is May 31st. As of this recording, it is May 22nd. So we've got a little bit of time here before Reeves makes the decision. I think he was actually practicing with the Bucks today, so he's still going through the process. But if he decides to transfer or stay in the draft, which I don't think he's going to do, then Cam Spencer's somebody that you can lock down. And the fact that Kentucky was early and quick to reach out to him uh, after entering the transfer portal is good. Now the question is, as we discussed a little bit ago, if Kentucky is reaching out to these kids and maybe getting them for visits, are they going to be able to secure somebody? Uh, because right now, they've failed to do that um, for various reasons, whether it be some kids not liking the facilities or not liking the amount of money Kentucky wants to give or not liking the fact that there's a really big-time freshman class coming in that's going to want to shoot and going to want to have the basketball. Whatever the case may be, Kentucky's whiffed up until this point. 
And if they want a guy like Cam Spencer, then they need to be able to lock him down. So if you've got any thoughts on Cam Spencer, if you've got any thoughts on what Kentucky's doing in the transfer portal, you can leave that in the YouTube comments below. I've got one more thing I want to discuss here on today's episode. Before we get to that, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at FanDuel right now. You need to make a fast break to the FanDuel because we are getting closer and closer to the NBA Finals. New customers at FanDuel get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. You can do all these different props and over-unders. I've really enjoyed using FanDuel for the different like points, rebounds, assists, steals for different individual players. You can do that for a lot of different Kentucky players uh, right now that are still in the playoffs. So, again, you can head over to FanDuel.com slash locked on. You can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, wrapping up the... Monday edition of Locked On, Kentucky Lance Dahl hanging out here with you. Really, really appreciate everybody sticking around to listen. To for, to wrap up this episode, it's going to be relatively quick. I don't have a ton here uh, to mention to you guys, but I want to be able to ask to the people that listen to this show all the way through, the people that uh, decide to stick around uh, for the rest of the content here after we discuss whatever we discuss at the top, uh, I've got another question for you guys. Instead of you asking me questions, I've got a question for you. What are some topics that you would like me to discuss throughout this summer? You're the audience. You're the one that controls this. So I'm going to listen to you and listen to what you have to say about what you want to hear and what you want to talk about. This is kind of a joint thing here as we get deeper and deeper into the offseason. We're about to kick off the summer here in about a month. Um, So I want to ask you guys, what are some different topics that you would like me to discuss? What are some things that you would like me to tackle? Do you want me to focus more? On recruiting? Do you want me to focus more on football? Do you want me to focus more on individual aspects of basketball? I've got a lot of different things that I want to get to here. Uh, this offseason, I've got a pretty extensive list, actually, uh, of different ideas that I want to share with you guys and different things I want to talk about. But I want to hear from you before diving right into it, kind of what your thoughts are uh, and what you want to hear about. So again, you can reach me at Locked On UK on Twitter. Or again, if you're watching on YouTube, you can literally leave a comment right here and uh, give me your thoughts on what you want to see this summer and maybe what you want to see moving into football season. So really appreciate everybody out there listening. If you've not subscribed to the show, please go ahead and do so. If you've not checked out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast with Andy Patton and Isaac Shade, you need to go ahead and do that right now. In fact, as the episode wraps up, if you're listening on YouTube, you can go search them up uh, right now as well. Same thing for podcast. And that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter at Lance Dahl underscore. And you can follow the show over on Instagram. That is at Kentucky Podcast. Questions, comments, concerns, thoughts for the summer, you can leave them in the YouTube comments below or hit me on the socials. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked on Kentucky. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day and God bless.